Yeah.
Well, good morning, everybody. I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, today is Monday, May 8th. Wow, we're already in May. In the year of our Lord, 2023, and this is Sister in Scripture. And today we're going to continue into the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Um, when we last left off last week on Thursday, we stopped um, with chapter 29. So we're going to start with 30 and... Um, you know, that song, it just really, when we go through tough times, that's when, like with Job, we've got to really be be strong in our faith and our courage. Um, so that way, because that's when the devil's trying to deceive, is when we are sometimes at what is our weakest point. Just like with Job, Job had got to his weakest point. And we're going to discuss a little bit of Job today um, regarding covenants. Um but, you know, Job, he was a very faithful servant who still had faith in God no matter what was going on. He still believed, and even though he questioned at times, he still, he thought it was something that he had done and not with, you know, the Lord. It wasn't that the Lord was doing that to him. It was that he had... You know, his friends even tried to convince him it was something that he had done. And he was like, well, wait a minute. I don't know what I've done. What have I done to deserve this? What have I done besides try to worship the Lord, you know? And and we see that a lot. Um, present day, um, that's why it is the living word. But we see it a lot present day with, um, like myself, you know. we A lot of you know that we're going through a toxic mold issue and I'm so happy that we will have Shemaine Nugent, Miss Toxic Mold Expert. And I mean that, like, sincerely. I don't mean it as sarcastically if it come out that way. Um, she has been wonderful in sharing her knowledge with us on the toxic mold and um, remediation. Members have been very helpful. I appreciate all of you, um, not just for the donations and stuff, but for the advice for our the tips on um, things that you've done, um, things that you wish you would have done, and things you would have done different. Um, and so that has been just having the knowledge and the wisdom from others who have, have gone through the same experience. That's what our walk with Christ is like, is when we share our testimonies, that's sharing how how Christ has changed and worked in our lives, but also it's a testimony to those that we've seen hard times, we've seen trials and tribulations, and we've been persecuted, and we've gone through some of the walks of Job, you know, some of us have had everything just absolutely taken away, but yet still continue on that walk, that journey, that is what makes us a stronger people, and that's what makes us stronger in Christ is because when we go through those trials and tribulations on the other side of that when we get to that other side and I promise you you will get to that other side and I say that with a hundred percent certainty because I know our Lord and Savior and I know that he gives us sorry about that ding if it come through my apologies guys I turned this thing on notific no notifications and silence it and still it goes through I don't know something with pod paint but anyway we 
When we go through those trials and tribulations like Job, we come out on the other side stronger than we were before. And then we're able to help lift others up when they need it. And as hard as it was to accept the help as an independent person, I've had a few people that have, you know, been very, very knowledgeable and helped um, share their wisdom and, you know, explain to me sometimes you have to let others um bless you to in order for them to receive their blessing and that's tough because i love to give as i think most of us do but receiving is very tough um so when we're going through this today with jeremiah 30 um you know we're coming into the deliverance and the covenants and what those mean and what the new covenant means and so this chapter Specifically, when we get to 31, um, verses 31 through 34, those were quoted in the entirety in Hebrews 8, 8 through 12. And it's also the longest quote in the New Testament. So it's it's very important. And it reminds you of the promise that he made to us. So let's dive in, guys. Um, let's go ahead and get our worship on, right? Good morning to those that have entered in. And I haven't had a chance to just say good morning to you. I'm glad you're here. Those that are listening later, hi. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, depending on where you are. And if it's, you know, twilight, then you probably need some coffee or sleep. We're going to read from the NASB 1977 edition, not the Founder's Bible today. The word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Write all the words which I have spoken to you in a book. For behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will restore the fortunes of my people Israel and Judah. The Lord says, I will also bring them back to their land that I gave to their forefathers, and they shall possess it. Now these are the words which the Lord spoke concerning Israel and concerning Judah. And yeah, I'll just I'll pause for a second there because it reminds me of Joel um, right there. Like Joel um, with the locust is kind of what that reminds me of. It's like we know that days are coming. Um, you know, and Joel, he says that the days are coming. For thus says the Lord, I have heard a sound of terror, of dread, and there is no peace. Ask now and see. If a male can give birth, why do I see every man with his hands on his loin as a woman in childbirth? That's ironic there because men can't give birth. And why have all the faces turned pale? Alas, for that day is great. There is none like it. And it is the time of Jacob's distress, but he will be saved from it. And it shall come about on that day, declares the Lord of hosts, that I will break his yoke from off their neck and will tear off their bonds, and strangers shall no longer make them their slaves. But they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. And fear not, O Jacob, my servant, declares the Lord. And do not be dismayed, O Israel, for behold, I will save you from afar. And your offspring from the land of their captivity. And Jacob shall return and shall be quiet and at ease. And no one shall make him afraid. 
For I am with you, declares the Lord, to save you. For I will destroy completely all the nations where I have scattered you. Only I will not destroy you completely, but I will chasten you justly, and, w and will by no means leave you unpunished. For thus says the Lord, your wound is incurable, and your injury is serious. There is no one to plead your cause, no healing for your sore, no recovery for you. All your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you. For I have wounded you with the wound of an enemy, with the punishment of a cruel one. Because your inequity is great and your sins are numerous. Why do you cry out over your injury? Your pain is incurable because your inequity is great and your sins are numerous. I have done these things to you. Therefore, all who devour you shall be devoured. And all your adversaries, every one of them, shall go into captivity. All those who plunder you shall be for plunder. And all who prey upon you, will I will give you for prey. I'm sorry, let me rephrase that because that's not exact words and I want to give exact words. And all who pray upon you, I will give for pray. For I will, will restore you to health and I will heal you of your wounds, declares the Lord. Because they have called you an outcast saying, it is Zion. No one cares for her. Thus says the Lord, behold, I will, I will restore the fortunes of the tents of Jacob and have compassion on his dwelling dwelling places. And the city shall be rebuilt on its ruin. And the palace shall stand on, on its rightful place. And from them shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of those who make merry. And I will multiply them and they shall not be diminished. I will also honor them and they shall not be insignificant. Their children also shall be as formerly. And their congregation shall be established before me. And I will punish all their oppressors. And their leader shall be one of them. And their ruler shall come forth from their midst. And I will bring him near and he shall approach me. For who would dare to risk his life to approach me, declares the Lord. And you shall be my people and I will be your God. Behold, the tempest of the Lord, wrath has gone forth. A sweeping tempest, it will burst on the head of the wicked. The fierce anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has performed and until he has accomplished the intent of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand this. Which is true, because I think many of us are starting to understand this uh, now in the present day. You know, this was thousands of years ago, and, and here we are. You know, this this word, like uh, Lil Red had said earlier up in chat, she says, see, scripture applies to everything it does. It applies to everything. If you've got a question, you can be sure to find it in the Bible. That's where the answer is going to be. It's not going to be online unless you're in an online Bible. Then you still have to be careful because some of them don't even have all the verses in the Bibles, which is... The only way somebody would know is if they're going through and have read the Bible multiple times, which is why it's it's important to stay polished up with your armor on all the time, um, constantly in the Word, constantly going through scriptures, so that way you can see the deception as it comes, and you can have that discernment. I, uh, Jeremiah 31. 
At that time, declares the Lord, I will be the God of all the families of Israel, and they shall be my people. Thus says the Lord, the people who survived the sword found grace in the wilderness. Israel, when it went to find its rest, the Lord appeared to him from afar, saying, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, I have drawn you with loving kindness. Again, I will, re will rebuild you. I'm sorry. I will build you and you shall be rebuilt. O virgin of Israel, again, you shall take up your tambourines and go forth to the dances of the merrymakers. Again, you shall plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The planters shall plant and shall enjoy them. For there shall be a day when the watchmen on the hills of Ephraim shall call out, Arise, and let us go up to Zion, uh, to Zion, to the Lord our God. For thus says the Lord, Sing aloud with gladness, gladness for Jacob, and shout among the chiefs of the nations. Proclaim, give praise, and say, O Lord, save thy people, the remnant of Israel. Um, while they were talking about the music and singing, I found it very interesting um, and Mary, she's in here. She, she'll probably recognize this. Um, when you're reading, um, the Hebrew language, like the actual written, how, how they write their letters and stuff, it looks like our musical scales. Like if you're playing sheet music, it looks like some of the quarter notes and, um, I forgot all the names of the different ones. It's been a long time since I've done, uh, band. But yeah, she just put it in there. It looks just like musical notes. And I was going through, which I will, um, we'll get into this in a second, but I was going through, just kind of looking up covenant and was wondering, okay, so I've always questioned, how do we know that we, you know, don't go by this covenant, like with the one on Mount Sinai with Moses and go by the New Testament with Jesus. But it's, you know, it's, because Jesus died and sacrificed himself, that's what makes a covenant. It, to seal the covenant, you have to have death. There has to be sacrifice. Um, and so that's why I think when we, and that's why they say like everybody has to die. Yeah, we can eat shrimp. <laughs> Did you eat my, hear my episode the other day with the foods? That was my big thing, foods. <laughs> It's like, I gotta have a shrimp in my crab. Um, but because Jesus made that sacrifice, we are, and when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, when we believe that he had, he was risen from the grave and was resurrected and confessed our sins with our mouths, well, we are, when we do that, we're born again. Our, our fleshly body dies. Our spiritual body is reborn. And so we do endure a death. And it is, if you really think about it, because some people say they have a hard time following what the Lord wants when um, when you're saved and walking the walk of a true Christian. By true Christian, I'm not saying that we're none of us are, are sinless, because we are. But we try to sinless, to sin less, if that makes sense. Um, and because of... That covenant with uh, with Jesus, we're able to have even bacon, even bacon. Some may say that's wrong, and that's okay. We're entitled to our beliefs, 
Yes, wrap that, wrap that shrimp in bacon, or better yet, do some scallops wrapped in bacon, right? Yes, good stuff. Um, I just, you know, it's, people get so caught up sometimes on the little things, and the little things do matter, I don't mean that, but Jesus' blood sealed all of that, and it says it, so let's dive in and see where it says it. Okay, so we're on Jeremiah 31, 8. Behold, I am bringing them from the north country, and I will gather them from the remote parts of the earth, among them the blind and the lame, the woman with child, and she who is in labor with child together. A great company they shall return here, with weeping they shall come, and by suppl supplication I will lead them. I will make them walk by streams of waters, on a straight path in which they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel, and Ephraim is my firstborn. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare in the coastlands afar off, and say, He who scattered Israel will gather him, and keep him as a shepherd keeps his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, and redeemed him from the hand of him who was stronger than he. And he shall come and shout for joy on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the bounty of the Lord, over the grain and the new wine and the oil, and over the young of the flock and the herd. And their life shall be like what, like a watered garden, and they shall never languish again. Then the virgins shall rejoice in the dance, and the young men and the old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them and give them joy for their sorrow. And I will fill the soul of the priests with abundance, and my people shall be satisfied with my goodness, declares the Lord. Thus says the Lord, a voice heard in Ramah, lamentation and bitter weeping. Rachel is weeping for her children. She refuses to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Thus says the Lord, restrain your voice from weeping and your eyes from tears, for your work shall be rewarded, declares the Lord. And they shall return from the land of the enemy. And there is hope for your future, declares the Lord. And your children shall return to their own territory. I have surely heard Ephraim grieving. Thou hast chastised me, and I was chastised. Like an untrained calf, bring me back that I may be restored. For thou art the Lord my God. For after I turned back, I repented. And after I was instructed, I smote on my thigh. I was ashamed and also humiliated, because I bore the reproach of my youth. Is Ephraim my dear son? Is he a delightful child? Indeed, as often as I have spoken against him, I certainly still remember him. Therefore, my heart yearns for him. I will surely have mercy on him, declares the Lord. Set, your, set up for yourself road marks. Place for yourself guideposts. Direct your mind to the highway. The way by which you went, return, O virgin of Israel, return to these cities, return to these your cities. How long will you go here and there, O faithful, faithless daughter? For the Lord has created a new thing in the earth, a woman will encompass a man. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Once again they will speak this word in the land of Judah and in its cities when I restore their fortunes.
The Lord bless you, O abode of righteousness, O holy hill. And Judah and all its cities will dwell together in it, the farmer and they who go about with flocks. For I satisfy the weary ones and refresh everyone who languishes. At this I awoke and looked at my sleep. At, I'm sorry, and looked, and my sleep was pleasant to me. A new covenant. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will sow the house of Israel and the house of Judah with the seed of man and with the seed of beast. And it will come about that as I have watched over them to pluck up, to break down, to overthrow, to destroy, to bring disaster, so I will watch over them to build and to plant, declares the Lord. The Lord still, even though he's destroying, he's going to still look over them to plant. In those days, they will not say again, the fathers have eaten sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. But everyone will die for his own inequity. Each man who eats the sour grapes, his teeth will be set on edge. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, although I was, hus I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach again each man his neighbor, and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me. From the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord, for I will forgive their inequity and their sin. I will remember no more. Now we're going to flip to Hebrews 8, 8. If you're following along in the Bible, if not, then just give me a moment to get there. I'm going to read Hebrews 8, 8 through 12. This is also a new covenant. For if... Okay, so I'm actually going to start with 7, 8, 7. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no occasion sought for a second. For finding fault with them, he says, and these are all capitalized here, um, the other in Jeremiah was not capitalized. So now it's like a demand, so I guess. It's like it's it's being said with more ferociousness, with more intention, with more um, emphasis. Behold, days are coming, says the Lord, when I will effect a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not like the covenant which I made with their fathers on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. For they did not continue in my covenant. And I did not care for them, says the Lord. For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws into their minds. And I will write them upon their hearts. 
and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall not teach everyone his fellow citizen, and everyone his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest of them, for I will be merciful to their inequities, and I will remember their sins no more. Okay, so if that doesn't say right then and there that, you know, it's showing that the fulfillment of this prophecy is going to come through through Jesus. And it says it in Matthew. Jesus took, I think it was Matthew, Jesus took that sacrifice for us. So, so God will remember our sins no more. And so that's why we're able to, that's why the covenant with Moses Though, and I don't want to exclude the Ten Commandments completely because I followed them. And I think it's a very good example of how to live. But as far as like with the foods, Jesus said himself, it's not what goes into the stomach that defiles a man, but what comes out of his mouth. Because it's from the heart that words are spoken. Whether in anger um, or emotion, it's... Because we are fleshly beings. And so we have to not, we have to surrender that flesh over to Christ and sacrifice that. That's what I meant earlier. Like, as far as, you know, a sacrifice it has to be made to seal a covenant. When we're born again as Christians, that's a, that's a covenant with Jesus. You know, his blood for the covenant with us. He fulfilled that which was set on Mount Sinai by Moses. Even though we should still follow that. And Jesus says that. Jesus says, not those exact words, but, you know, the two greatest commandments that he gave us was to love, to have no other God before him and or before the Lord. No other gods before me. And to love thy brother like thy neighbor. Um, and like thyself. So, when you do that, you're encompassing all the others. Because with true, pure heart, and with a tr with true, pure love, you're not going to want to have evil intent against your neighbor. You're not going to covet your neighbor's things. You're not going to want to steal, or murder, or have an affair, because you're living for, for Christ. Those things just don't come to mind. And if they do, then... That sacrifice, you know, if you have a hard time, just like with people who are gay, um, or say that they're they're gay and they can't change and they're born that way. Okay, fine. You know what? But sacrifice that for Christ, because Christ sacrificed his life for you. You know, that's your sinful nature. God says that it's between a man and woman. That's why he created Eve, not Evan. You know, it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. So... Yeah, some scripture my thought says he also said he didn't come to do away with the law, the prophets, not the Psalms, but to fulfill them. And it does. That's exactly what it, what it says in scripture. He's not doing away with it, but the law was the Ten Commandments. And on that was not anything with the foods. And that's why Jesus cleared us on the foods. But his blood sealed a brand new covenant. That broke nor the Psalms, okay. Um, that broke that original covenant because the people broke it, not God. God didn't break it. God remembers all covenants, all promises. And so that, you know, 
the best way to explain that with the Ten Commandments and that covenant, um, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more here. So maybe this will help explain it. Okay, so the word covenant is berith. It's spelled B-R-I-Y-T-H, but pronounced B-E-R-E-E-T-H, berith. The, some of the words that it comes from is um, confederacy, which is I thought was the most ironic thing that confederacy come from. They they pulled confederacy from covenant, and it's also um, league, treaty, alliance, agreement. It's a covenant is between and among human beings. There's a covenant with death. In Isaiah twenty-eight fifteen, and I've got that mark. Just a second. So we haven't been long ago done, Isaiah. There it is. Isaiah twenty-eight fifteen. Because you have said, we have made a covenant with death, and with Sheol we have made a pact. The overwhelming scourge will not reach us when it passes by, for we have made falsehood our refuge, and we have concealed ourselves with deception. Also in um, Isaiah twenty-eight eighteen, And your covenant with death shall be cancelled, and your pact with Sheol shall not stand. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, then... You become its trampling place. It also, um, there was a covenant with the stones of the field in Job 5.23. A song scripture, my thoughts put up. Uh, Matthew 5.17-18. through 18. Job 5.23. Sorry, I've got so many. I need to go through this. I've got so many notes in here. Alright, so Job 5.23 For you will be in league with the stones of the fields and the beast of the field will be at peace with you. So that was a covenant as well. And there's also the covenant of friendship. The covenant of friendship is Psalms 25.14 Which tells us, um, gives us the secret of the Lord. It says, the secret of the Lord is for those who fear him. And he will make them know his covenant. And, you know, they say the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. It's not that we should be afraid of him. But that we should, you know, make sure that we are more afraid of him than of our fleshly intent. And things that are around us. Because his wrath is more greater than anything we can experience on earth. I mean, there's just, he's the most powerful person. And it's really not, I don't even think it's really right to say person. But 
That's the best way I can describe it. He's the most powerful being ever to exist. He created everything. Everything that comes, that you see, is, you know, by his hand. Now, whether evil has turned it for bad, that's another story. That's a whole different topic and uh, discussion. And through, after going through this with the covenant, it really made me um, really think about what that word means. The word bereath is often preceded by the verb karath, which means to express the technical idea of cutting the cov cutting a covenant. And so, like with the, the sacrifice um, with Jesus, that was that created the brand new covenant. But, and like I said, once we, once our, our fleshly bodies die and we truly, and you have to truly turn your life over. I have thought that I've turned my life over to Christ before, but it wasn't until the last few years that he really showed me what he was wanting to do and capable of doing through me. And now because of that, I really, I, I'm not saying I don't sin because I do. I do. We all do. Um, cuss words sometimes come out, especially if I've got chickens in my garden. Um, and my strawberries specifically, because strawberry plants have gone up like five fifty a piece. And the last time I had to buy strawberries, they were like two dollars, three dollars, maybe three fifty, if that. And so, you know, it's been a while since I had to buy strawberries. So when we moved, I wanted my strawberries. I love strawberries. They they're full of antioxidants and just so good for you. And they got into, and not only, and the, the plants that I picked out, I was early. I beat everybody else, you know, to the garden store to get them. Not like Lowe's, but like our, our feed and seed store. I beat everybody to get them. And I even picked out some that had runners off of them. So I was like, okay, they're going to be five fifty a plant. At least I can get some and, and make multiple plants off of each one, you know, because you can take those runners and re, replant them, grow a new plant. These chickens... Those chickens got into them. I've got like three strawberry plants out of five. And that's with the runners. That, that's all that they left me with. Um, so, yes, I say cuss words when they go get after my strawberries or my corn. Um, I drink. Sometimes I've gotten drunk. You know, and it says for us not to get drunk on wine. So, I mean, let's be real. We all sin. We all do it. There's things that we do. I mean, I have a tattoo. That's defiling the body. I have piercings. That's defiling the body. That's defiling his temple. So we do. Yeah, we all fall short. Um, Mila says that the same thing has happened to me. What I thought was being a Christian and the Christian that I'm becoming are two different things. It's yes, yes, and it is. I, I thought, oh, goodness, I thought I was... Um, you know, living for the Lord when I, you know, even before I was baptized. And then after I was baptized, I was like, okay, yeah, this is, this solidified it. The baptism, you know what? If you don't have the heart in it, it don't matter. I mean, it's, a, it's symbolic is what it is. And those that truly have turned their lives over to Christ, it is beautiful to witness. Um, it sure, it truly is. I love watching baptisms, but I think, um, Oh, I like that, Mary. Jesus returns with his name written on his thigh. Just saying. That's good. Um, but we sit there and we think about how... Oh, gosh, I kind of got off track there. Um, about how, 
you know, we we could try to to act like, okay, well, since we've been baptized in the water and we believe, well, I, if you're only half-heartedly in it and you're not fully in it, you're not going, I mean, it's not going to make a change in your life. Um, you really have to, and it's a, it's a feeling, it's an emotion, it's something that comes over you. It's, it's indescribable, indescribable, um, the feeling that washes over you, the warmth that you feel when you pray and when you really pray for something that like you're, oh, sometimes it's that ugly pray, you know, the, the cry pray. I know some of y'all have had to have had that happen, you know, because Jesus, Holy Spirit speaks to us all in his own way. And I get some of those really bad, ugly cry praise, uh, prayers. And when I do, you know, afterwards, I feel this warmth that comes up through your whole, through my whole body. And that warmth just, it's like snuggling up to a fireplace after you've been outside in the snow. The snow's like two and a half foot deep. And yes, I am in the south, but I know what snow is. Okay, that probably, for you northerners, are probably still laughing at me by um, saying two and a half feet deep. But just, we'll say five foot deep of snow. We'll include some of our Alaska people too. I'm sure they probably get five foot of snow. Um, but you get all that snow and your feet are, are wet and your fingers are frozen and you just feel chilled to the bone and you come inside and you get in front of the, oh, we do have one of our, there's Brynn. So Brynn, what's the average of snow that y'all get in feet? <laughs> she says no judgment. We're just going to go with the five feet for now. And, you know, you're just, you're freezing and you come inside and you get in front of the fireplace and it can, imagine like being a child and you're in front of that fireplace. Mom brings you a hot bowl of soup and your whole insides just start, you warm from the inside out, not from the outside in. And it just, oh, it's such a good feeling. And that's that feeling that as a Christian to me, in my opinion, that when you, you know, you don't want to, I don't ever want to lose that feeling. I don't want Jesus to leave me. You know, he's not ever going to leave me anyway. But so I try to walk more like him and, and follow the example that he sent for us. That's why we got Jesus in the flesh as man, because man, human, man and woman could not they didn't get it. And so God's like, okay, here comes Jesus. Let's, let's see if they'll get it with Jesus. And and they, and they still didn't. Um, of course, we see that now because we know. We know how that story ends. But you just, just to think about what he went through and endured all of those hours for us. I don't even, 90 inches Okay, yeah, so my two and a half feet really made y'all laugh. I'm glad I made somebody laugh today, though. You know, that's my goal every day, make one person laugh. Laughter is the best medicine. It's just, it's, you know, knowing that sacrifice that he, he made for us on that cross, those hours of torture. <gasps> 102.4 inches of snow in Anchorage. <gasps> Oh, my goodness. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Minnesota had 90. 
Third highest record and 102. Okay, Brett, I'm going to use that on my daughter. Maybe she won't want to move to Alaska. Oh, yeah, I'm telling her. I am so telling her. You should have seen my daughter. I'm going to share a picture, you guys, and knickknacks. Uh, yeah, I'll share it in knickknacks. I won't leave it up long, but I'll, um, I'll go in and I'll share it here. Um, I'll leave it up for a little while today because it's pretty private in there. My daughter, when we went to D.C. and New York City, was absolutely just, she, she would think she was a hobo. Nobody loved her. Because she had so many layers of clothes on. I mean, this kid, I don't think she, I think everything that she brought with her, and she's, you know, a 16-year-old, I think 16, 17, 17 maybe, when we went, eight, yeah, 17 possibly, when we went. So, I mean, she's a teen girl who loves to be fashionable and all that. And, uh, so she, she has on, like, everything that she must have brought, except for all of her shoes, um, because she probably brought 15 pairs of shoes. I I am one of those, I like shoes, but I'm not one of those women that have, like, the multiple pairs. I find a good, comfortable pair, and I will wear those shoes out, just like jeans. I get those comfy ones, and I'm just, like, I'm predictable that way. Um, but she was. She was hilarious. So, this girl, I am definitely going to tell her about the 102 inches of snow. Because maybe I will be able to keep her in the south that way. I'm praying, and if y'all will pray with me, um, if you don't mind, and if you felt called or led, um, we have a grandchild that's going to be due in November. We finally were able to speak about it, and um, her husband is, he's in the 82nd Airborne at Bragg, and he's coming up for his contract renewal. He's already signed, but we don't have the, he doesn't have the PCS orders yet. They get those this month. Right now, he's in Louisiana. Um, for some ranger training or something there. And then he, when he gets back, he's got to go to New York. And then they all do, they'll go um, to Alaska if they go. But see, they had the choice of a Louisiana base. And I am praying uh, that she decides that while they're in Louisiana, while he's in Louisiana, not they, she's at home. But while he's in Louisiana, because he's heard stories about that base, um, about how bad it is, and it really is one of the um, worst bases ever in the U.S. But uh, yeah, so I'm trying to get her it to to stay in to go to Louisiana because it's closer. But yeah, maybe heaven to make trips to Alaska. Uh, I love you guys in Alaska, and I always wanted to see Alaska. But I surely don't want my daughter to be thousands of miles away from me with my first grandbaby. And I know y'all understand that. Yeah, that's probably is a prerequisite for New York City, really. Because if you're out there, oh gosh, I did not fit in. They knew I was a tourist. Because I am not. I, I'm a simple kind of gal. I'm a very simple country gal. Oh, I didn't know you weren't in there, Mary. Okay, I'll check it out in just a minute. I guess I need to wrap this up for today, huh? I have like, gosh, we got way off topic. I'm so sorry. Soapbox moment. I at least want to finish 31. Because <laughs> I don't want to leave off of the chapter. I'll forget where I was.
glad y'all enjoyed. I do, though. I can get off topic, but there's so much meat in all this, so I like to break it down and apply it to what we're seeing. And, I mean, I'm nobody special, but a servant of him, you know, and I'm just trying to use my experiences and help guide and do what I can, you know. I can't get out and do a whole lot, um, but I do what I can. Uh, let's see, where are we at here? 34? Was it Jeremiah 30? 31, 34? No. 35. Ah, here we go. We're in Jeremiah 31, 35. Uh, yeah, that is, I like that song scripture. She says, we love him and don't want to offend him by sinning. So when we sin, repentance comes very quick. Yes, yes, and love you. Um, we should repent right after um, because we have that wisdom of discernment to know what's right and wrong. And so, yeah, we've definitely, that's that's what we got to do. Oh, thank you. Yes, on the repentance. Thus says the Lord who gives the sun for light by day and the fixed order of the moon and the stars for light by night. Who stirs up the sea so that its waves roar. The Lord of hosts is his name. If this fixed order departs from before me, declares the Lord, then the offspring of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if heavens above can be measured and the foundations of the earth searched out below, then I will also cast off all the offspring of Israel for all that they have done, declares the Lord. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when the city shall be rebuilt for the Lord from the tower of Hanael to the corner gate, and the measuring line shall go out further, farther straight ahead to the hill Garib. Then it will turn to Goa, and the whole valley, of course it goes, page turner, and the whole valley of dead bodies and of the ashes in all the fields as far as the, bro the brook Kidron, to the corner of the horse gate toward the east shall be holy to the Lord. It shall not be plucked up or overthrown anymore forever. Oh goodness, Ryan. Okay, so prayers answered. Oh, good, brother. I think I deciphered most of that. I hope everything's okay at home, though. Ah, okay. He said he's not feeling the greatest, but didn't want to leave work when he pulled into the dispatcher. They asked me if I wanted to go home. Awesome, brother. Well, I hope you get to feeling better. Um... That wraps up today. There's some more that I'm going to pick back up on Thursday. Um, I'm going to take, if y'all have got any prayer requests, Ryan, we're going to pray for you, brother. Uh, if y'all got any other prayer requests, drop them in the chat. Um, let's see. Thursday, we'll pick up at 11 a.m. with 32. 
tonight um, on Knickknacks, we're going to be doing uh, Touch for Health. Thursday is going, I named it Ramparts. Thursday, I've got a, a very special interview um, for a J, with a J6er who is actually doing um, doing court this, this morning um, for a pretrial. So, we'll be having that um, on Thursday. Next Monday, we'll have Shemaine on. Uh, me and her are going to be discussing some toxic mold and... Um, what to do, how to do, um, those kind of things. So we've got a good lineup coming up. She was, like I said, she's been very gracious to uh, help us out on this. I'm going to mute, see if um, Podbean will let my little prayer music that I've got on here come through. It wasn't working last week, so we'll see. Yeah, I don't think it's going to play. We can do the Jeopardy theme music. Thank you so much, Liz. You want me to do some Jeopardy music? Yeah, I, I did Jeopardy and Will of Fortune as a kid. Loved it. Ryan needs to do some of that mullen tea. Anybody else got any prayer requests? Good morning, Douglas. I'm sorry I didn't get a chance to say hi to you. Good morning, Recovering Democrat. Wednesday 17. Good morning, hon. Did I get to say hello to everybody now? I think I did. Either to start with or later. I did too. I haven't watched it either. That was sad. I used to watch him. He did a... Uh, no, it wasn't him. It was the other guy. Uh, oh, gosh. He did the whammy game. Y'all remember the whammy? Wink Martindale? That may be him. Yeah, he did that one. And he did... Uh, he did a couple. Like, they were... Late 80s game show host, kind of like, it wasn't as big as Bob Barker, or, um, that was back when Alex Trebek was even new. I forgot his name, though. I used to, I love trivia, show, any kind of trivia stuff. Keeps the brain sharp. That's also something that's good for the memory. If, um, for anybody who's got family members with Alzheimer's or dementia, anything that you can get them to do, um, puzzles, or um, word searches, crosswords. Crosswords are great. It, that depends on where they're at, though, um, on the stages. And, I mean, crosswords are always a great one because it it requires you to really think outside uh, many times. Although, I kind of suck at them sometimes. Um, just things like that. Things um, that require strategy and concentration are wonderful um, with for people with um, any kind of 
memory issues, Alzheimer's, dementia, that kind of thing. All right, I am curious on what Flightworks Mary has put in there, so I got to go see. Oh, I love it. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. It's a picture in here. Douglas is just the welding. What you welding, brother? Anything fun? Onions are a wonderful, wonderful use for um, as an antimicrobial, antibacterial. Wonderful. So you're just doing some parts. Okay. My husband was doing a motorcycle trailer and Saturday he had to, he was welding on a F-150, I think it was. I can't remember. He knows welding. I'm trying to get him to weld some stuff out here for me for my garden. All right, guys. Um, it is after 12, so let's go ahead and pray. And then I'll do our closing music. And I will be back this evening at 7 with you guys. If you bow your heads and close your eyes. If you're driving, please don't. Don't wreck. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you um, for giving us this place to gather together. For giving all of us the wisdom in our hearts and in our minds to be able to discern when evil is coming after us and be able to fight off that. Father, uh, we humbly ask you for prayers for Brother Ryan, who is sick and not feeling well. Um, he's had a sore throat and a cough, as well as my daughter, um, Brianna. She's been sick and had a sore throat. Father, so I pray for healing for them, for healing for Ken, um, for his restoration and healing so he can get out of the hospital and return home, back to his family. For recovering Democrat, uh, prayers for the strength and knowledge with selling their house and being able to be with her um, to where her mom lives so she can be on some land, Father, that you want her to be on and and just living off the land and doing your works, your purpose, Father. So we pray for that for her. Um, Father, I ask for prayers for Shemaine and Ted. Um, their wisdom and her wisdom and knowledge has been so helpful. And I just thank you, Father, for um, giving me the blessings of so many people who have been offering so much insight on my old situation and, and helping us with that father thank you so much from from everything in me i i thank you for that for wednesday 17 i hope she is uh, i pray for her to be feeling better um and to get over whatever is is going on with her um being sick and not feeling well um for flightworks mary uh we pray for finances for her to come together for a trip to Yuba City. Um, Father God, you know, she has, she stepped out in faith. She wasn't even going to go, and now she's going because you let her. So, Father, I just pray that you provide the means for her to be able to do it, um, for her to be able to not only 
go to Bird's Fest and any of them that you put on her heart to go to, Father, but to have an impact on those that she is around, um, anybody that she comes in contact with, may, may they just see the light and beauty that we see in her the the love for christ that she has and for for her brothers and sisters father god um for douglas may he not get injured today as he's welding and no burns no no i forgot what they call it like the fire shrapnels um father god for some scripture my thoughts whatever means that she may have or brian or mila um I just pray for them. I lift them up to you. Um, Bryn's got some election observers. She sent his notice of election in. Um, Thursday, she's collected donations. And she's really, uh, they've got what they need to cover the consultation and retainer. But Father, they're still battling up there in Alaska as well um, with tyrants and and people trying to cause harm and evil and father god i just i pray for them and i i thank you for ryan and his family he says they've never been a family that gave thanks at the dinner table at dinner time all last week they did it holding hands with him leading and now the kids expect it father that's amazing and for angie as she is leaving her her job as a teacher to go and fulfill the needs of her family and teach them to bring them up to homeschool them um father i pray for for this family as they are embarking on a new journey may they have the finances that they need and the blessings they need to be able to not only succeed with homeschooling but go beyond their what anything they can even think of father with her business and with their children may it have a lasting impact on these children because father you give them to us for just a small time and and we try to do right by you and right by them father so i pray for for guidance over this family for all the families with children and that are are trying to just go through this day-to-day -day life and and raise them up in your word father and with your glory so that way they are better people people that we want to hang around also father so thank you for for blessing us all with our the children that we have with if we have grandchildren and most of all father thank you for for blessing us with jesus with the man that was no sin, that knew no sin, that became the sin for us. That spotless, perfected lamb that shed his blood on the cross because he loved us. So, Father, we didn't deserve that mercy or grace. But because you granted us the mercy, we get the grace. And it's so beautiful and amazing. Father, thank you for that. Forgive us for all of our transgressions and our sins. And Father, help us to lead more Christian lives. More lives like what would what did Jesus do? And we think about that and what Jesus did. And we learn to live and walk more like him. To be more like the spirit and less like the flesh. To be one with Jesus and not one with the world. To not seek worldly things and not seek worldly praises, but to seek your glory, Father. To bring glory to your name on high because you are the most worthy. You're the only one worthy of this praise. 
besides Jesus. Father, thank you for all the glory you've given us, all the blessings you've given us. Please continue to use us and guide us, Father, to do your will, to do your work here on earth until you call us home to your place, to sit right beside Jesus with you. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you for all. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hi, guys. About teared up on that one. I do want to say, um, you guys have been... Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm sorry. Guys, I cannot tell you how, how thankful and blessed I am by you guys. Um, this mold situation came unexpectedly. When we were just starting to seem like we were starting to get our ground and our feet back under us from the move. And you guys, oh my goodness, y'all have, y'all have been such a blessing to me. So I thank you and, um, yeah, let's not all cry. I'm sorry. I never, you guys have done more for me than my own mother and father. Not my father in heaven. But my biological ones. And. And I never. You know knew that kind of love besides my. I've had certain family members. And uh, friends. You know. But. Oh I never expected. This. This kind of love. And blessings to come. And I'm just so. So thankful. For you guys. I really am. And so I love you, and I'm going to close it now so we're all completely in tears, but I love you guys. Um, I'm going to play one of my favorites. I was trying not to. Oh, I know. I cannot wait to give you a big hug again, Mary. It's been so long. And Tam and Bryn, guys, and Wendy. Man, I've missed you guys. And those that I haven't got to meet in person... Oh man, that day when we do, whether it's here on earth or it's in heaven, it will be glorious. Truly glorious that day. So I'm going to play Dan Vask, Amazing Grace, because it is amazing. And I'm going to close it when the music goes off. So y'all have a blessed day. Amazing Grace, how sweet. The sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind.
Jesus did the great Once more